Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Yeah, the Magnificent Seven, that is what we haven't covered yet. David Cho joins us. G'day, Chody, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, app Music, seven for seven for Spain, I pick. Yeah, indeed, mate. 7-0 over the Costa Ricans, and I've been teasing it all morning. The first question I have for you is, would the All Whites have performed better against Spain than Costa Rica did? It was running through my mind the whole game. I was trying to say, if this was us, would we be getting toweled up like um, the, the, the Spanish are capable of doing? I think I'm pretty glad we weren't there because honestly, Spain looked looked outstanding. Costa Rica were were were, were nowhere near good enough. In fact, looked out of their depth. Um, I think we might have stood up a bit tougher than than Costa Rica did, but um, taking on a Spain side in full flow um, that is uh, not the easiest task in world football, as was uh, evidenced this morning. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I I would have thought we would have been beaten by Spain, but I don't didn't see us losing 7-0. I mean, Costa Rica gave the Spanish nothing to worry about, completely freed up their fullbacks to go forward. Uh, I mean, the way they played really invited Spain onto them and was, was the cause of most of their own problems. Yeah, and look, they had, I think, 80% possession. I mean, if you're going to give Spain that much ball, you're going to cop it. Um, seven goals um, is a hiding in anyone's language. And... Uh, Costa Rica uh, got a, an absolute walloping. Spain were good, though. Uh, they looked really classy. And um, the goal from Cavi um, was scored by the second youngest player ever. Only player younger to score than Cavi at a World Cup was the wonderful and uh, Pelé, the greatest of all time, I think. Um, mm. So uh, they've got talent to burn, have the Spanish. Young players coming on stream. They look like a side that could go deep into the tournament. Yeah, indeed they do, mate. They look uh, they look very good. Uh, on the flip side, the Germans lost two one to the Japanese, uh, and they look toothless up front, don't they? Germany they they really look like they lack goals. I know Timo Werner, yeah. um, you know, can't you know generally sprays a few, but uh, without him, they they sort of look a bit lost. And you know, Kai Havertz is not a number nine. Yeah, correct. Um, Havertz does that job for Chelsea. He doesn't do it that well. I don't think it's not his natural place. They have quality throughout the Germans in terms of their players, but I don't know they've got the right sort of balance and the right shape. I don't know who leads the line for them to take another World Cup. Remember, these guys are perennial uh, performers at World Cups, but they didn't look um, great today. Normal service was going well enough at half-time when they went 1-0 up, but um, those two goals to Duane and Osano, 
Uh, the second one in particular is a worldie of a strike. Both of those guys play their football in Germany, um, so they knew lots about their opposition. But if you're a Japanese fan, it doesn't get better than rolling Germany coming from behind and taking all the points. No, if, uh, I mean, I know they got knocked out of the group stage for the very first time in 2018. I'm pretty sure it was a loss to Korea, South Korea that did that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They, <laughs> Germany have done this before. Um, and again, losing your first game actually isn't a signal that you're out of the cup. In fact, uh, there's been plenty through history who lose their opener and go on to, to play deep in the tournament. Um, the other interesting thing about this one, Japan only had 26% of possession, so look at a side like Costa Rica who tried to live without the ball. Japan were more than comfortable without the ball and then hit teams on the break uh, with quality strikes like the ones we talked about. So uh, fantastic result for the Japanese. Yet another boil over in the opening days of this World Cup. Yeah, I, I was just uh, thinking back to 2010 when uh, that Spanish team lost the opener 1-0 to Switzerland and went on and won the World Cup. So it's a, that's that's one example. But the Germans, uh, they have to get past that Spanish team. They're in the same group, and I, I don't see them getting anything out of that game. Yeah, well, that group now looks really tight. In fact, uh, the, the two groups that played this morning become very sort of congested, and you wonder what goes on. One result, like the Japan result, throws the cat among the pigeons. It means that Good teams have to beat each other. Sometimes you get into the the area where both teams can afford a draw. Well, now Germany probably have to go and win both games to be assured. Um, so it's going to be very interesting to see how this group plays out. But that's the wonderful thing about the World Cup for mine. Uh, the good teams can go early uh, and the cream will rise to the top over the next three or four weeks. Now, you are a Chelsea fan. You mentioned Kai Havertz not being a number nine. You guys uh, have had a bloke called uh, Bat Shui on your books for, it seems like, forever. Um, he never seems to play for you. Uh, but he turned out uh, up all right for Belgium today. Uh, was the difference against Canada? Yeah, I've always considered him the nearly man. He was sort of at Chelsea for a long time, but he nearly made the starting eleven. He was never really the go-to striker. He, he, he was always sort of playing the second fiddle. And same for Belgium, typically. Romelu Lukaku out injured. He probably wouldn't have started, um, but he took his one chance and he took it really well. Um, but if you watch this one, Canada, who are not a powerhouse of football and they're coached by John Herdman, who actually became the first manager to coach both in the Women's and Men's World Cup, and he coached the New Zealand women's uh, side at two World Cups previously. He can be really proud of his Canada side. They threw everything at Belgium. Belgium took the win. But if it was a points match, um, Canada would have won on points. They had most of the chances. They just lacked the uh, finishing quality that Batshuayi showed. Yeah, that was interesting, the penalty that they were given, that, um, that Davies ended up taking it rather than um, Jonathan David, who's been you know one of the top scorers in French League football for the last three seasons. Yeah, bizarre. Bizarre, because um, a good penalty taker doesn't take it. One who's not known for penalties takes it. And you're up against Thibaut Courtois, probably the most... Um, uh, formidable of goalkeepers from the penalty spot. He looked huge in that goal. Mm. I said uh, to somebody, uh, look how big he looks. He's massive. Um, and the penalty was uh, at an ideal height, easily saved. And for a side like Canada, who were doing so well, they came out of the blocks and threw everything at Belgium. To miss a penalty, you almost know it's written in the stars. It's not going to be your day. They live to rue that miss because... Uh, 1-0 is the slenderest of uh, losses. Yeah, should they have had another penalty, though? They looked very much like a nailed-on one. I couldn't believe that the referee didn't go to VAR for it. Yeah, um, it, 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 it was... Um, the, the VAR decisions are a bit interesting. Um, I hadn't seen a match stop sort of mid-flight because clearly the first one, um, his hand was out from the body and, and, and it was nailed on um, for the first one. The second one, yeah, I think you could argue it. 
but I've seen a couple given and a couple not this world. Yeah, I mean, that, that looked more like a penalty than the first one, I thought. Or has Chody gone down, Chody's gone down a, a, a tunnel, I think? We've lost him. We've lost David Choate. Hopefully we can get him back. A couple of things that we want to uh, still to talk about. Uh, a couple of texts that have come through. Uh, guys, how do you think the New Zealand versus India ODIs play out? Uh, predictions, please. That's from Kyle. Well, Kyle, I'll tell you what, I'd be surprised if we get results from any of them because tomorrow in Auckland, the forecast is terrible. Sunday in Hamilton, the forecast is terrible. And according to the Met Service 10-day forecast, uh, next Wednesday in Christchurch is rain as well. So... I'm not holding my breath that we're going to get a lot of action, but we'll see. Hopefully uh, the Met Service have this wrong. Uh, sorry, Jody, we lost you mid-answer there, mate. Um, we were just talking about uh, that second pen- whether or not they should have had a second penalty because uh, it looked more like a penalty than the first one. Yeah, uh, VAR has become a roll of the dice, I think is what I was saying. Um, uh, interpretation is everything they talk about is the hand away from the body. The first one, yes, it was away from the body, but it was almost point blank. Um, slow it down to 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 the you know to the minutes they do. Um, you always worry which way the decision is going to go, and it seems to be random which way it does go. I think good argument for perhaps another penalty, another reason for John Herdman to be um, a little bit uh, upset. Although I do think Martinez, the manager for Belgium, who took the points will be the least happy of the managers. I don't think he'll be very pleased with that performance from Belgium. No, uh, and they've gotten uh, gotten away with one. And, of course, the other game in that group, which we haven't talked about yet, Morocco-Croatia. Nil all I had Croatia winning this. I thought it would be tight, but uh, they did look like they had the edge on Morocco. They just couldn't uh, put a ball in the back of the net. Yeah, Morocco will be the happier of the two on the run of play, and if you offered them a point. The first game of the round, I think a lot of teams just don't want to lose because it puts you in the sort of uh, the back seat, if you like. You can stay in the driver's seat, keep your destiny in your control if you uh, even take a point away. I thought Croatia would win. I thought their midfield with Modric, Kovacic and Brozovic would be too good and too much um, too much any and they would resp- energy, they would recycle the ball and wear Morocco down. Wasn't much doing in this one. This was one of those boring score draws that sometimes the World Cup throws up. Mm, yeah, that's what it looked like. Uh, now tomorrow, uh, we're going to get to see the rest of the teams. That'll be when we've seen everybody play. Um, is there anything um, that you're looking at tomorrow that you go, that's the game that I have to watch? Well, it's not a World Cup without watching Brazil. They've been at every one of them, 22 in total, so they're always there. And um, When Brazil play, there's always something to watch. So I think that's a, a really good match to watch Brazil-Serbia tomorrow, the last one of the uh, of the four. And the other thing to watch tomorrow, Portugal, Ghana, couple of reasons. You can watch the Ronaldo show go on. It's a circus at the moment. So all about Ronaldo. Will he cause um, Portugal to explode or implode? Who knows? Uh, we'll watch that one. But the other reason I like that match, it's versus Ghana, Portugal, Ghana. There's about 12 Premier League players playing in this one. So it's like a Premier League clash. So plenty of familiar faces uh, with Man City and Man United well represented in the Portugal side. And then uh, Ghana, they have the IUs, the parties, the Lamptys, the Amatis. They all ply their trade in the Premier League. So that's a good one to watch. What's it round out with Uruguay, South Korea? You'd think Uruguay will win it. And if you were looking for a draw, I suppose, Switzerland versus Cameroon. Um, that looks like a draw to me. Cameroon 
ranked outside the top 30, but uh, Switzerland at 16 would be favoured. Yeah, you'd think so. They're paying a buck seventy-two, Cameroon five bucks. So this is the multi I chucked together, David. I don't know uh, what you think of this. Give us your thoughts. Uh, Neymar, anytime goal scorer against Serbia at two bucks. Darwin Nunez, anytime goal scorer against South Korea at two fifty, and Portugal head to head against Ghana at a buck forty. Yeah, like it. Um, both Nunez and uh, Neymar would be a good bet to get amongst the goals, and you've got to think that Portugal will go good. Just. Watch for the Ronaldo factor. Who knows what he's going to do? Well, he's going to join Chelsea, mate, is, uh, is what I'm hearing. Todd Bowley loves him. Thomas Tuchel didn't want him. But now that he's not there, I think uh, Graham Potter might be, uh, might be it might be tough cheese, mate. Here's this bloke. You've got to play him. Well, yeah, I know. I'm a bit worried about that. I think Todd Bowley might be a bit like Ted Lasso, um, <laughs> you know, the guy who, <laughs> who who runs the football club on TV. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hopeful we don't sign... Uh, Ronaldo, look, he's been the greatest of all time in terms of his Manchester United days and his, his overall contribution. But he's behaving like a right goose at the moment for mine. And I don't think, um, I don't think um, any side's going to race to get Ronaldo right now. No, I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. Good stuff, Chody. Thanks very much, mate. And uh, good work on the call with McCarty this morning, too. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, love, love talking the ramble. It's all good. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.